Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Rough Cut Retrospective, a podcast that talks movies, pop culture, television shows, admits the world burning around us. This is episode 161. I am your co-host, Jackson Mahurin. Hi, how are you doing? I'm doing good. And uh, with me, he keeps a microphone in his utility belt. It's Carter Sims. Hello, Carter. I, I could only think of Thwip, but that's Spider-Man's thing. What is Batman's mm-hmm. thing? Oh, that's good. Okay, perfect. Hey. Hey everyone. Hello. How are you? How are you? How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm doing well. Uh excited. We're doing some more fan casting today. It's been a minute. Mm-hmm. So it has. I'm glad to get back into it. Mm-hmm. We're gonna become little casting directors for James Gunn's DCU Batman movie. Yeah. And his world around that. So that's gonna be fun. Uh, it's going to be a good conversation, but first, Carter, let's just jump into Tell Me Something Boy. Tell me something, boy. Well, well, well. Uh, what was I into? Uh, first of all, Thanksgiving was last mm-hmm. week. Had a, had, a good, had a good gobble gobble Thanksgiving. And um, because of that, Jackson, I went to see Thanksgiving uh, in the theaters. A horror movie. Okay, yes, cool. The How Eli Roth it? movie. Uh, I went with Davey and Fry, both friends of the pod. And you know what? I had fun. Um, it was a pretty effective slasher movie. Really funny. Like it plays as a comedy pretty much, which was fun. Some really over the top Boston accents, which is always lovely. And featured the sexiest man alive, Patrick Dempsey. So that was fun. Also, Addison Ray was in it. And I have no comment on that. Um, <laughs> she's a star. Uh, so that was, that was a pretty oh, fun time. Eli Roth is the guy who plays the Bear Jew in... Glorious Bastards. I didn't know that. That's yeah. Cool. And it's cool because this movie actually is based on a fake trailer in the Grindhouse movie, which is like Tarantino oh, and Robert okay. Rodriguez's like little power yeah. thing in the so like this movie is based on a fake trailer in that movie, which is kind of oh, cool. Okay, that's fun. Um, so yeah, Eli Roth is they kind of him and Tarantino are kind of buds, obviously. Cool. So yeah, this was really fun. I enjoyed that. Um on Thanksgiving itself. I went with the little cousins to see Trolls Band Together. Nice. And man, this movie is wild. Uh, I would say it's the lesser of the trilogy, I would say, unfortunately. And I don't know if it's the just the Timberlake baggage we have right now. (laughs) There's a lot right now, too. Because there's a lot. Um, But I don't know. It was just kind of all over the place. And it was like a trip. It was like an acid trip. So I feel like if you were high and seeing this movie, I don't know. But who's to say? Mm. Um, not I. But then I fired up Peacock and Davey uh, made us, me, Fry, and Matt Moore, friend of the pod as well. Uh, we fired up the Please Don't Destroy movie. You know the Please Don't Destroy guys? I do know them. I feel like the world is turning on them a little bit. Mm-hmm. A little bit. The, the Nepo Babes. Yeah, the Nepo babies. I think they're funny, but I hear their movie wasn't super good. Um, it was yeah, it's called The Treasure of Foggy Mountain. I would say it's not good, but it was like I was laughing. Like, I don't think the movie's good, but I think there should be more of these movies like this. Gotcha. So I don't really know where I stand on it. But it was funny. It was stupid, yes. Uh, but it was funny. Conan O'Brien was fun in it. Um, when we love Conan. So Mm -hmm. that was good. Yeah, they are nep- uh, two two thirds of them are nepo babies. Mm. Uh, the redhead is not a nepo baby, but maybe by association he is. I don't know. But what can you say? 
but that's so funny because i feel like that's the guy who i think of whenever yeah. i think of them as nepo babies he just seems like the one that would be i don't know yeah because one is jim downey's or is it jim downey's kid uh, i can't uh, one of them is like the head writer one of the head writers of snl for a long time mm. and the other one is steve higgins kid who also worked with snl higgins. and is He's on the, the fallon show now so yeah we love higgins but yeah i thought the movie was fun it was a good time um Lauren and I last night went to see Next Goal Wins. Um, wow, you're watching a lot of interesting. Things. It was an interesting week. It was a <laughs> it was a it was a busy week. So sometimes you need movies that aren't five stars, and that's good. Yeah, and I didn't watch a single five star movie <laughs> uh, this week. Uh, the last one might be the 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 best one that I mentioned in a minute. Um, but. Yeah, next goal wins. I don't know. The Taika Waititi experience is so fascinating because mm. this movie is very messy. Lauren enjoyed it, and there were definitely some some moments that were like, I don't know, crowd pleasing. But it's just like the characters are just like they just go from scene to scene and they just do things, and the humor is not landing still. And I don't know, very strange choices made in this movie, and I wasn't a big fan feels kind of messy and i don't really know what taika's up to right now except that star wars movie that he says everyone's gonna hate it so there's that he's playing into it now so what can you do um yeah and then finally jackson we were ragging on this movie but i watched it today and it was good leo on netflix is oh okay i wasn't ragging on it but i was like it doesn't look great like it looks just kind of yeah Um, this movie was just lovely. Okay. Adam Sandler doing a silly voice as a lizard. His voice That's, is super silly in it. Really silly. It feels voice. like he's doing an Adam Sandler impression, which is so oh, yeah. weird. He is, but you know, there was a lot of heart in this movie and I like, and it's like kind of a musical too. And there's right. musical moments and I don't know. It was just really wholesome and it, and it kind of got me in the end. It's not a five star movie, but it was probably of the, five movies i mentioned the best, the best. one i saw this week so <laughs> oh, no that's so, crazy yeah so check out leo if you're if you have an off day over there or something but yeah that's what i was into it was a busy thanksgiving holiday week yeah. so uh yeah what about you buddy what were you into yeah no new watches this week unfortunately i still really want to see holdovers in theaters um if Same. i can but we'll see i think it's on digital uh, now so i think there's is that it really i think you can rent it i don't know if it's streaming yet but okay yeah. i feel like it'd be really cozy to see in theaters definitely doesn't seem like an essential one but i don't know yeah. could be fun um so i did like mostly a lot of rewatches uh abby hadn't seen a bunch of these well just two of these but for thanksgiving we did uh, a planes trains and automobiles watch Classic. um and i was telling you in the group chat that it reminds me of you and davy going on a road <laughs> trip which is kind of fun and it made me like it a little bit more nice um you're welcome and yeah I, yeah, it was kind of a fun conversation of like, are you more of a Steve Martin or uh, uh, what is it? John Candy. John Candy. Uh, yeah, John Candy, like on road trips. And it was kind of a fun conversation for our group chat. I, yeah, I Davey is definitely the candy. That's for sure. Yeah. Lovable, but like destructive, but lovable. <laughs> we love you, Davey, if you're listening. Yeah. I feel like I'm also more of Candy, too, which is, you know, it happens. Like someone's got to take up that role and it's and it's an honorable one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so but is, yeah, Be- is so Beba the Martin then? Is Beba Steve Martin? Or is she a candy too? Be I both feel like candies? she's maybe a hybrid. I feel like you can't both be candy. She's probably the Steve Martin between us. I she's imagine. the um, she's the clerk at the uh, the airport. 
you're fucked. So good. <laughs> Such a good line delivery. And her whole like gobble gobble. Awesome. I know we've talked about that before in the podcast because I love it. Years ago. Uh, a long, long time ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so that was fun. I showed Abby the big short. Uh, oh, yeah. And she loves Don't Look Up, which is awesome because like I feel like if you see the big short before Don't Look Up, Don't Look Up is not nearly as good. And she was Definitely. like, oh, wow, like the big short is amazing. And she gave it like instantly five stars, which I think she also gave Don't Look Up five stars. But I feel like that's probably going to go. She likes so you think oh, she likes yeah. big short more. Yeah, definitely. Cool. That's um, the that's the correct decision. Yeah. yeah. Oh, totally. <laughs> it was my first rewatch of it, um, which was nice. It was kind of fun getting mm. back into it and like seeing how good Adam McKay can be. Yeah. And, oh my gosh, it's so smart and entertaining over something that is like so boring too. Um, yeah. But yeah, they do like really good job. Steve Carell is so compelling in it. Uh, like I everyone is how he, everyone is everybody. everyone's yeah. on, on there. Yeah on their game but like steve carell having that emotional moment talking about his brother and oh like there's some there's some really good stuff in there and and i super enjoyed it uh and then uh we did a rewatch of hunger games and then uh the next night we did catching fire so maybe we'll we'll watch more this week but uh pound through the mocking jays yeah yeah i uh really like i i kind of appreciate more now in the first one like how it feels like an indie movie and like it has its own unique style to it i think the costuming is kind of bad (laughs) but like everything else i I really enjoy um and it's pretty fun but yeah Yeah. nice lots of watches love it lots of watches yeah should we move into our main segment let's do it all right moving on to what are we some kind of suicide squad so that's it what we some kind of suicide squad yeah so here we are we're fan casting uh specifically the dcu batman world corner of the universe um from one of our previous episodes we had already casted batman so we're just gonna like bring that back up we have jamie dornan who is 41 because uh we have like basically all we know so far is that the actor is going to be old enough to have Damien, who is his son and who is like the fourth or fifth canonical Robin. So like, he's going to have his bat family established. So he can't be like a younger, younger guy. He's got to be a little bit more established. Um, we also decided not to cast any of the bat family as far as like Robins and bat girls and stuff, just because uh, young actors age out of roles so quick and there's so much production and stuff that hasn't been announced it feels uh pointless to do kind of um, i don't yeah. know how you feel about that but i yeah i i agree with you and also there's part of me that like when we do these exercises there are some roles where i'm like let's get an undiscovered person exactly so- i feel like all of these for the like all of those roles for the most part and even some of the ones that we we went with i would not yeah. be mad at all if they just did unknowns because james gunn is so good at finding like these these people to play like rat catcher too and like it's like oh yeah. everyone everyone loves her and mm-hmm. but yeah i think i think uh those characters child actors especially i think you can find some cool people like not everyone needs a stranger things actor in every single thing we know? always revert to that too and then yeah. some of these so <laughs> i don't have any stranger things actors this time so there's that i think i don't but i don't want to commit to that and that not be the case having so, not seen now, stranger things i think i don't 
So <laughs> maybe one of these people popped up at some point. But yeah, who knows? Who knows? Um, but yeah. So we're gonna start off with I think Batman and his like a like a supporting cast. It's not like the Robins. So so we got Jamie Dornan as Batman. Who Carter is your casting for Alfred Pennyworth, his butler, his surrogate father, little British guy? Yes. So this has to be a British man. I recognize that. All the yes. iterations have been British. Uh-huh. So this is one. So I'm not I'm not steering away to say that I'm doing an American actor, but I'm just making statements. Um, I've my, unironically seen people be like, Tom Hanks should play Alfred. And it's like, for okay. real? Yeah. Like for real, people have thought that. And it's like, all right. But put him in the Elvis makeup. Okay, now I'm on board. There we go. We're back. Fat Elvis. <laughs> or no, fat, fat Alfred. Um. So, yeah. So my Alfred uh, is a Game of Thrones actor. Uh, I'm going with Charles Dance. Who plays uh, Tywin Lannister? Is that his name? Uh, all their their dad, like Jamie and Cersei and Tyrion, their dad. Uh, kind of a really um, imposing uh, yeah. actor, I would say. So he kind of gives me the vibe because I know Alfred has this background that he was like in the British, like Royal Army, yeah. Royal Army, like he mm-hmm. did all that. Her Majesty's Secret Service or something like that. Something yeah, like that. Something along those lines. Uh, vaguely, I knew that. So I wanted kind of an, an imposing guy, but also might have a little a little heart to him as well. Mm. And I just think he's a... I like he's, that. He's just got a good voice, too. He's one of those people that's got a good mm-hmm. voice. So, yeah, I uh, selected Charles Dance here, but I'm interested to see who you picked. Yeah, so for me, so it's tough because I do really love... Uh, Michael Caine's performance but at the same yeah. time it feels like he's just doing Michael Caine like it doesn't feel like I'm like in the world like it you know what I mean like it's it's very Fair. surface level but then I also kind of like Jeremy Irons take where it's like he's more gritty and he does feel more like the comic character so I kind of wanted to like maybe split the difference there yeah and so I went with Bill Nighy who is in um my favorite thing that he's in, I mean, he's in like in love actually, but like he's the dad in about time. And I think that's like just such a fun role yeah. for him. Like he is kind of a mentor throughout that movie. Like, and even in those little parts, he's such a scene stealer. Definitely. But oh, I just love his warmth and like his wit that he has. And I think, I don't know. I feel like he'd be like a pretty, pretty decent Alfred. Yeah. I think he does kind of, he toes the line in the middle. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, what's funny is that I had Bill Nye written down. Oh, really? And then I changed it to Charles Dance. So mm. he was clearly on the brain. And so I have no problem going with Bill Nye here since right. I kind of also in. was like, oh, I like him. So that's great. Inspired. Love it. Yeah, Bill I like Nighy. yours too, actually. Like he would definitely like he's definitely colder, but I feel like he could. I, I'd like to see him in something where he plays a warmer guy, maybe. Yeah, because um, I haven't seen that, at least in his latter half of the career. I don't yeah, know. He's done a lot of like harder characters. Yeah, so there's that. By the way, did you see that poll that they put out of like the top ten worst TV characters, and like half of them were Game <laughs> of Thrones people, and the other half were women? And you're like, oh yeah, God. <laughs> it's like yeah, like Skylar White was in the same conversation with like all the like tyrant kings of Game of Thrones, and it's like, come on, yeah, like and, like Tony, her like, husband's Sopranos making men. And... Yeah, <laughs> he just rough. doesn't then... want. Yeah, I and then know. Stray's caught for Caillou too, which was hilarious. That was that one. That one was funny. That I was thought funny. that one was so. Anyway, yeah, the Skyler White stuff. I feel like people just hate on her just because people famous. It's like, the, is it the Nickelback, but like with misogyny? 
<laughs> uh, like, yeah. I feel like people like hate on it just to hate on it because like that's what everyone says at this point. Well, but... I think it's once again, it's like the 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 Jordan Belfort effect. Like, oh mm. wow, Walter White's so cool, and this bitch is yeah, trying to stop true. him. So I think She's it's that stopping him. I think that's the narrative. So yeah. what can you do? Um, anyway, wonderful. She's great. Bill I think her character is amazing. Anyways, oh, yeah, yeah Bill, awesome. Ma- <laughs> Bill Nye. <laughs> Breaking Bad episode coming soon. Um, um, wonderful. Nice. We're well, moving on. Let's move on to Commissioner Gordon, yeah. uh, who's sometimes Detective Gordon or Lieutenant Gordon or Beat Cop Gordon. Depends on what time you get him. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Who do you got? Uh, for me, so I've I've really enjoyed all the iterations. Mm-hmm. I guess that I like. I don't. I'm not a big fan of like the early '80s versions of gordon they're sure. like kind of yeah he, he he doesn't get like anything in those uh-uh. movies like he might as well just be an extra like yeah i think so, he has a few lines here and but there. i really enjoy gary oldman in this role mm-hmm. and i really i think jeffrey wright has done it the best so far in live action yeah, I th- form i think he has the most potential like to be he has the potential to be my favorite i think it's yeah. such a toss-up because gary oldman is also like kind of a perfect gordon yeah and i think jk simmons was just kind of goofy um, I don't mind the casting, but I just think it's the material that he has. I so. just think of the uh, behind the scenes like workout pic that he posted <laughs> just to like only be in a trench coat for the whole two seconds of screen time that he had. Absolutely love it. So, okay. yeah. So for me, I wanted I wanted like kind of a redhead Gordon. Yeah. Uh, OK. So I went with Kevin McKidd is his name. Kevin and McKidd. you may know him from he's in Grey's Anatomy. Uh, he mm-hmm. plays the redhead doctor. I don't know his name in the oh, okay. Um, he's in Train Spotting. Also, um, he plays Poseidon in the Percy Jackson movies. Um, <laughs> Does he really? I don't know if That's that rings funny. a bell for you, but um, and he's a voice in Brave as well. So, yeah. uh, you know, he's just kind of a. I can just see. I was looking at pictures of of Gordon, and I the, the, he had kind of like a reddish tint to his hair. So I was like, oh, let me. He's get got a red hair. hair. So yeah, and I don't think we've ever gotten a redhead really mm-hmm. in the role. Um, so, so yeah, and kind of a, you know, kind of a, not a big name actor per se, but I think like somebody who could take it and eat it up. Like, I think Jeffrey Wright, like you and I know Jeffrey Wright in our circles, but I don't know if Mm -hmm. many people were like, whoa, Jeffrey Wright. So yeah, I think it'd be nice to have a kind of a, kind of a character actor in there doing it. So yeah, I think I, yeah, I think character actors definitely stand out too because like gary oldman when i was a kid watching those movies i didn't know who gary oldman was i was just like yeah. man this guy's awesome yeah for sure he really falls into it also and he's like, like unrecognizable yeah. i feel like but yeah he's always gary oldman's do, always doing weird stuff now so mm-hmm. in prosthetics and stuff so yeah good stuff what do you got so for this i kind of wanted for me i wanted a name that i like really loved like with like Jeffrey Wright and like kind of something that could like live up to like the titles a little bit. Yeah. Um, I went with Sam Rockwell. I feel like <gasps> I'd like to see him in this like older role, like this older mentor, like, yeah, like good cop, I guess. In this see how they run system. Um, he's really good. I, I'm such a fan of his and like the way, way back. He, he does have the heart and like the love and the warmth. Mm-hmm. that uh he can do but also he's like a little twisted he did that what is it the mr right movie where he's like super weird like assassin guy just like super goofy and strange and... yeah yeah that's yeah you're right yeah um yeah i i'm only saying no because i have him down somewhere later oh interesting okay yeah um so 
And also, I feel like I've seen and see how they run. I feel like I've seen him with a mustache and doing the detective thing. Do you not like it? I think it's fine. And he's doing a British accent there, too. I think he just is kind of a little like in that movie. But that's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm only going to say no and kind of vibe for mine because I have Sam Rockwell somewhere else. Let's give it to him. Kevin McKidd. Yeah, baby. Let's he's give him back. Some big ass sunglasses. Yeah. Give him some big ass glasses and like a nice thick mustache. I think mm-hmm. I'm on board. Love it. Beautiful. Uh, moving on to what? Lucius Fox. Yes. Lucius Fox, who was played previously by Morgan Freeman. And I don't think anyone else. Um, yeah. In movies. I don't think so either. I don't know if we've seen any yeah. iterations of him. Maybe uh, he's been name dropped, but I mean, yeah, he definitely has. He's like a big part of the comics. He he, yeah, sometimes runs, uh, you know, Wayne Tech for him, but also he like helps create the gadgets. He's like the cue of like what James Bond for James Bond, but for Batman. Hell yeah, um, and he's cool. And I think, I think he was great. I don't know, like I, who Morgan? I, I think they're yeah, mm-hmm. but but again with with the Nolan verse of like the Dark Knight stuff, it feels a lot of the times like, oh, yep, there's Morgan Freeman, like doing Morgan Freeman. Saying, like, I yeah. never like feel like it's just very like on the surface, I guess. And maybe I want someone who can get in there and not just feel like Morgan Freeman. But yeah, I think that speaks to just like the tone of the Nolan movies where it mm-hmm. feels more realistic. So it's just like, oh, these are these people just doing it. Yeah. So I, I definitely agree with you with Morgan Freeman. That kind of is just like, it feels like Morgan Freeman. So yeah. Nothing really, I don't know, that stands out in a particular way. Um, mm-hmm. But here I have um, a guy who's like kind of had a big year, at least right now. Okay. Um, who's been popping up in, in side parts for the past couple of years, but I think is having maybe his Oscar nominee moment this year. I'm going Coleman Domingo for Lucius Fox. Ooh, okay. Ooh, you know, I don't see. Uh, he's up there. I think he's in his late 50s, early 60s. Really? Um, okay. I did not really see that old. Well, let me double hey, check. He's 54. Yeah. I could see that working. Yeah. Because, I mean, I just, I saw him in Rustin and he's doing like, he's got the glasses. He's doing, mm-hmm. he's doing the whole thing. So I kind of can, can see that. And he's been popping up a lot and been having big moments the past like two years. He popped up in Euphoria and he's popping up in the color purple later this year. And yeah, just having kind of his kind of a run right now. So yeah, I went with uh, mm-hmm. Coleman Domingo here. I like that. Yeah, you. for me, I went with um one of my favorites, my personal favorites. I went with Keith David, who oh, love Keith David. has most recently been in Nope, um, as the dad who gets quartered through the brain. <laughs> um, but yep. he's also like the cat in Coraline, and he's in the thing, and Great in the thing. He uh is in community in some of the shitty seasons, but I actually Princess really and like the him. Frog. Yeah, mm-hmm. Princess and the Frog. He's got an really iconic good. voice. Definitely um, does. And he's got a nice charm. He's got a, like a Morgan Freeman-esque charm. I feel like he could capture that type of banter. and. Uh, he's flair. old too, right? How old is he? He's 67. He's oh, like oh. in the same type of age range. I think you could play him a little older or um, 54 is honestly like a good age range too. Just because ev- eventually he has a kid who becomes like part of the Bat family. Um, sometimes so not necessarily something that they have to do just because there's true too many bat family members but uh yeah wow i kind of like that because I, I, I love keith david i mean mm-hmm. you and i 
I've talked about him before, I think, on the pod. So I'm fine with Keith David. I do love Keith that David? voice. Yeah. He's got a great voice. I, um, I do like him a lot. Love that. Let's lock it in. And I can see that more. I can see like him and Jamie. Like I can see that dynamic a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like mm-hmm. that. Wonderful. Sweet. All right. Moving on to Selena Kyle, a.k.a. Catwoman, uh, who is sometimes an antagonist, sometimes a love interest. Um I figured it it made sense to put her on like as a supporting cast member for for him because they she sometimes gets married or almost married to Batman and you know we just got it in the Batman with um who is it I, I'm literally blanking on it right now Zoe yeah Kravitz, Kravitz yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. who's Lenny Kravitz's daughter mm-hmm. who, who is your favorite so far that we've gotten out of the three oh, I forgot about <laughs> Halle Berry for a minute yeah um, I really well. The thing is, like Zoe. Kravitz. Oh, actually, I wasn't even thinking of Halle Berry. I was thinking of um. Oh, Anne Hathaway. Anne Hathaway and uh, oh my gosh, I'm blanking Michelle, on everybody. Michelle right Pfeiffer. Now. Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah. yeah, I think I have more fun with Michelle Pfeiffer's. I, but mm-hmm. I think it's just because it's really silly, and and I and that movie is really silly, and I like it a lot. Like her against Devito's mm-hmm. Penguin is like really good stuff. Yeah. Um. So, but like they're all played so different. I think Anne Hathaway's Catwoman is kind of just like. Meh for me. I'm not super mm-hmm. like, oh wow. You know, the best part about the Dark Knight Rises was Catwoman. I don't ever have that conversation. But I think Zoe Kravitz yeah, was really I, good as Catwoman. It's so interesting because I do feel like Anne Hathaway does get a lot of unwarranted hate. It's not a character performance that I love from her, but Yeah, it's not even hate. It's just like indifference for me. Yeah. That's so, fair. She's but, awesome in the Interstellar, but yeah, I'm not huge true. on her in The Dark Knight Rises. True. And honestly, that's mostly source like they just there's not a lot of good stuff in that movie, to be yeah. honest. Fair. Um, so yeah, and then there's Halle Berry, who we won't mention, but she's good at basketball. Um, so I went with I don't know if this is too young, but this actress is 33, which I think is mm. I, I think don't it's know, fine. But you tell me. But um, she's looking for a new franchise, Melissa Barrera. Uh, who just was let go from Scream for ridiculous Ooh, reasons. Yeah. Um, so I think she, I know a lot of people were like trying to fan cast her as other people in the DC. You mm-hmm. now that like a lot of people want her as Wonder Woman. There's another one that they were throwing around another name. there. Uh, Green Lantern. Oh yeah, that's right. Um, Cruise. Yeah. Which so, I, yeah. I, I really like that. Yeah. So I like all, I like all those. I can't remember who, cause we cast a Jessica Cruz. Uh, last time we did this, I'm pretty sure. So I don't remember who. Uh, we went with Isa Gonzalez from. Oh Baby yeah, Driver, that's good. Too. Which I also really like, but I yeah. think she'd be a great uh younger version of the character. To be honest, to let her grow into it, I, I wouldn't hate that at all. Yeah, it just depends on I guess the direction they're going with the character. Mm-hmm. But so mine's a little younger. Do you have a little older one? I do have a little older one. I went with uh, she's 39, and she just had a pretty good hit with Emily the Criminal. I'm going with Aubrey Plaza, Ooh. who I think would have really good chemistry with Jamie Dornan? I don't know. I'm trying to... It's always it's just always weird because I just... Anytime you mention Aubrey Plaza, I just can't get like April Ludgate out of my head and just like the one-note <laughs> performance when I've seen many other things that she's yeah. done. She, like, she, em, she Emily she the Criminal is good. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm just struggling to get my head around it, though. Mm. Mm. I might fight for Barrera here. All right. Let's do it. Lock it in. Melissa Lock it in. Barrera. But I do love Aubrey Plaza. She's going to be in something coming out. I can't remember what it was. She's good in White Lotus season two also. Mm. Very good. 
Beautiful. Uh, we got Harvey Dent next. Yes. Cool. Um. Yeah. So Harvey Dent, aka Two Face, he's sometimes really good friends with Bruce Wayne. Um. Sometimes he's just a good dude, being a a cool DA. And other times he gets acid thrown in his face and his bipolar disorder gets all out of whack and he becomes a crazy crime guy named Two-Face. Um, I I have someone who I'm very passionate about. Cut. I'm curious your take. Uh, I'm going with Andrew Scott from who is the hot oh. priest in Fleabag. Okay. And he's also in like 1917 and like Black. He's in a Black Mirror episode, the Smithereens one, which is like the Uber driver one. Nice. Which is like fine or whatever. We'll but, be in All of Us Strangers later this year. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's really good. Uh, I like him a lot. This, yeah. I, I love him. Like, I think he is so, so good in Fleabag. It's crazy. I love Fleabag. I might watch that again. Um, yeah. But also, his face is so big and perfect to like <laughs> slice in half and do some fun, wacky stuff to it. He's got a face for Two-Face. You know what I mean? A good face. Mm-hmm. I'm not mad with that. I like him a lot. Um. I just figured that we needed like, you need a pretty boy who like is kind of like, yeah. So I went with James Marsden for mine, um, who is Cyclops. He is he's, he's also awesome. our Green Lantern. Oh our well, Hal then Jordan. well, never mind. <laughs> uh, I like Carter Andrew Scott though. That. Carter did forget about that, and Carter also didn't go back and look at that list, so there might be more on here. So we'll see. Um, <laughs> hey. I love James Marston. Don't get me wrong. I, I think too. we both picked him. Probably. See, it's, it's on the brain. It's on the dome. Yeah. We like um, him. Davey he's and I fair. watched like a couple episodes of Jury Duty, which he's in. And I still need to watch Such that. a fun concept, and he's he's so fun in it. So, um, yeah, James Marston could do no wrong. Sonic 3, coming to a theater near you next year. So Amazing. Who, um, okay. Yeah. So that was our supporting cast. Now we're just getting into straight up villains. Nice. Uh, who could, I feel like, will probably only be portrayed as villains. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I thought it would be kind of fun if we started with some of the weirder ones that haven't been in movies yet. But like, because it's James Gunn, you never know. True. You never know. You never know. Um, I guess one technically showed up in a movie, but I'm not going to count it. And we'll talk about it when we get to it. Um, so who should we start with from this list, Carter? Um... I don't know. Do you want to start at because this person has technically this character has technically been in a movie, but an animated movie. Do you want to start down there? Yeah, let's start with them. Yeah, we'll do the Phantasm mm-hmm. uh, from the animated DCAU movie Batman and, and the what is it? The Ghost of the Fan, the Mask of the, Mask the, Phantasm. Of the Phantasm. Yeah. Yes. Um, which is a I think an original character from the show, and she recently debuted in comics actually for like the first time. Oh, cool. Um. But basically, uh, she is an old flame of Bruce's before he's Batman. And then her her dad is like a crime lord and he kind of gets like messed up. And so she goes away for a while. And then it's a story of them like reuniting and kind of like fanning that flame again. But then they both have these secret identities and she's the phantasm, which is like this cool like ghost looking like dude with like a cool blade hand like she's cool she's really Mm -hmm. cool looking and like her identity it's it's kind of like revealed it's implied that she's a guy for a long time and like you don't know who it is and it's like a fun little uh twist mystery tragic yeah i i like it and i think it's like a kind of fun angle to do for like instead of like a catwoman thing i think that could be fun yeah um 
Uh, yeah, I'm a fan. Uh, who do you have for this? Uh, I have Isla Fisher for this role. Uh, and Isla Fisher is uh, in she's married to Sasha Baron Cohen first of all mm-hmm. um, she's in Now You See Me remember those movies yes I do remember those movies Jesse Eisenberg she don't almost died in the tank uh, the redhead yeah yes that is her uh, she's in Rango she's in Scooby Doo as Mary Jane you know what that means oh, marijuana that's awesome and um, and I mean, James Gunn wrote that movie, so like, True. there's, there's that's that definitely like a little bit. kind of possible. Then I love it. Um, and yeah, she's just kind of a fun presence. I haven't seen her in anything that I really love in a while. She was just in Strays, and I hated that movie. Um, <laughs> so I'm looking for kind of a little comeback for her. Wedding Crashers, she's like great that. in, and yeah. So yeah, Isla Fisher. I wanted a redhead for this one as well. I'm big into the, the redheads right now. So that's good. What about you? Um, yeah. I did kind of a, a cheekier thing, I guess. I like that casting though. Um, I went with Dakota Johnson, uh, Ooh. just with their like history with like the Fifty Shades of Grey movies. I thought fun. it would be kind of fun. That would be fun. Um, I don't. Did they hate each other on that? I actually don't know. Like, did they Shades? have a good? Yeah. Oh, on this on set, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, I think they had a good. I think they had a okay. Like a they're, good, they're, uh... they don't hate each other. No, I don't think so. Okay, then yeah, Dakota Johnson. She's gonna be in uh, that terrible madam web movie and maybe she needs something good my parents were in the amazon with spiders well i don't know what the line is hunting spiders until she died or something yeah good stuff i kind of like the i like the cheekiness of dakota johnson in that role yeah and i kind of want to see that just for that so i'm gonna throw my weight behind yours because that's fun and i can't wait for madam web you see it was revealed today that it was written by the morbius people great stuff I would also keep that hidden until the last second if I were them. <laughs> I just like that everyone was like, oh, you couldn't tell by the trailer. <laughs> <laughs> it's like RoboCop meets like Final Destination meets shitty movie. Meets CW. And... <laughs> it, yeah, it, yeah. Not good. Yeah. Not good. What can you do? Um, cool. Do you want to move on to someone who has also kind of shown up in a movie and is also kind of a cheat because I don't even consider them a Batman villain. But let's do it. Let's do Deathstroke. Yeah. Um, who was previously played by Joe Manganiello, who was in it for like two seconds. And in a post credit yeah, scene. In a post credit scene of an alternate cut of the movie. I can't no. remember. No, he's in the original. But he's also in the Snyder Cut, right? Yeah, he has, in the two, he has two different post credits. Yes, wow, well, <laughs> that are not canon to each other. Nope. Um, which is stupid. Tremendous. Uh, yeah, basically, he's an assassin, and the reason why I don't consider him a Batman villain is because I consider him a Nightwing villain because he follows Robin throughout all the Teen Titans stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's Slade from the Teen Titans cartoon, if that like helps you, um, which is pretty fun. Mm-hmm. Uh. Yeah, I think basically he's like an assassin mastermind, very similar to Batman as far as like physical feats and abilities. Like he's not like I think sometimes he has a healing factor, but like that's not really like his thing. He's like a sword and gun dude and he's got a sick design uh, and he beefs with Batman's son. And I think that's fun. Great explanation. And (laughs) I will go off that and say that I picked someone that I was really unfamiliar with because I, I yeah, I just feel like I feel like if I'm thinking like 
in like reality that not a big name actor is going to take this role. So probably I went with a, a gentleman named Anson Mount who is in the new Star Trek uh, Paramount show. Oh, um, and he was recently in uh, Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. He's Black Bolt. Oh, yeah. So yeah. he's no he's no stranger to the the world of superhero dumb. And as you can tell, he takes bit parts and maybe he'll enjoy a, a role where he can speak a little bit. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, I just kind of like that. I kind of liked his look. I felt like he wasn't trying as hard as it seemed Joe Manganiello was with his look. I felt like it was <laughs> a little true. forced. Yeah, here's here's something for me too. Like, and I was trying to explain this to Abby because, like, I feel like a lot of the castings are like really cool guys, but they have mm-hmm. to be cool guys who are also so unredeemable because, like, Deathstroke a lot of the times in the comics is like a pedophile kind of and tough, which is not good, mm-hmm. not good. Um, so he can't be like cool he has to be like menacing and gross he can't be like brad i feel pitt. like he could do yeah. exactly i mean well i mean well well we'll leave that like brad pitt. we'll leave that uh, one be, but. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah i feel like a lot of like the castings are like cool guy and it's like no like i don't know but i like that i like handsome a, a lot like i feel like he could do a character also i want he, he's like a gray-haired guy and sometimes he has a cool ponytail. I feel like Anson Mount could do a ponytail. He could do a ponytail. He could do him a ponytail. wig. He could rock that. Why not? Um, but what about you? What do you got? This was one I was struggling with so much mm-hmm. because I just couldn't find like usually like with some of these, it's like, oh, I totally could see that guy doing it. Yeah. And it was a lot of stuff I didn't like. I considered being really lazy and giving it to Manganello again since he oh. couldn't actually play him. Take but two. I took a, I don't know. I saw people being like, what's the guy's name from uh, Mandalorian and The Office? Pedro Pascal. And, oh. No, and The Office. And he's, he played like the, the, the bounce. Oh, like, yeah. Timothy Oliphant. That'd Tim, be good. I, th- I was like, he'd be okay, yeah. but he's like almost too likable. And I was like, what's that guy that looks like Timothy Oliphant, <laughs> but isn't? And so I went with Josh Dumail. Oh, and, yeah. I don't hate it. I think I like Anson Mount a lot more. Um, I think we should go with that. Okay. Yeah, I don't hate Josh Dumont. I definitely looked at him for a couple of these. His name kept popping up. And yeah, he really hasn't done much lately. I just remember him from his work from yeah. the Transformers films. That's so. what I knew him from too. <laughs> and it's like he can do military, but I don't know if that's like necessarily yeah. all you want. Yeah, I like Anson Mount. I think that's a fun one. Oh, I did just see him in Shotgun Wedding this year. That was a movie. Ooh. <laughs> you know what? He... um. Played Harvey Dent in Batman: The Long Halloween Part One and Part Two. Oh, he voiced him. That's, that's yeah. actually interesting. So that's those are cool. Those are good movies. Um, despite all of the rest of those being yeah. terrible, that's kind um, of cool. that was pretty good. Yeah. Um, let's move on to one that I. It, it it's either so ridiculous it won't happen or so ridiculous that James that Gunn will. is obviously going to do it, <laughs> and that's this guy named Scarface and the Ventriloquist. Mm-hmm. basically <laughs> the ventriloquist is this like really meek old man and scarface is this little dummy that he like holds that is just like a classic like gangster cartoon like me- like dummy that like you would control yeah and he does like all the talking and all he bosses like the ventriloquist around and like it, it's this whole thing but he's like a crime guy like a crime lord dude but he's just like mm-hmm. a dummy that's like a personality off of the ventriloquist of course um 
which is so stupid and awesome and so Batman when you think about it. But uh, for this, I went with someone who could do Meek and who could maybe do some weirder voices. So I went with Toby Jones. Classic. Yeah. Throw some big-ass glasses on him. Give him a funny voice. I think he could do it. He loves um, But voices. who do you got? I almost did have Toby Jones as well. But instead, I went with Wallace Shawn, who okay. uh, is, you know, Princess Bride Inconceivable, the voice of Rex Ooh, from Toy that's Story. that's pretty good. Uh, so all of these good things. But I do, but I do like Wallace Shawn. Or I do like Wallace Shawn. I do like Toby Jones also because I did consider him as well. I so, think, yeah, I think I like mine a little bit more just because I feel like with him, with yours, can he do other voices? No, like, I, would I, he only, be able to have like two distinct guys, or would it be? I uh, just was imagining a puppet doing being Wallace Shawn. That's all. Oh, that's as far saying. as I okay. got. <laughs> yeah, he has awesome. such a distinct voice, but yeah, Toby Jones can do a bunch of fun, weird voices. So, let's do Toby. I love Toby Jones. He really got underutilized in the MCU. Oh yeah, he was in First Avenger, right? And the second and then one. he was a and then he was a robot. He was yeah. AI or stuff. Yeah, people forget he was the voice of Dobby. People forget mm-hmm. he's good, and he's in the Mist. He's awesome in the Mist. One of your recent favorite movies. Yes, I I'm big on the Mist for some reason. He's in Jurassic World: Fallen Kingdom. Anywho, anyways, enough <laughs> about Toby Jones. Uh, let's move on to a guy who I am becoming more and more interested in, and would like for a movie to be based around him. His name is Professor Pig. He is essentially just an underground surgeon who does like body horror stuff and is freaky. And he wears a pig mask. And Love that. I feel like there's potential because one, one, sometimes he is more of like a Nightwing villain at this point, which I also like to like kind of build out that lore for him because mm-hmm. Nightwing needs to have his own set of villains that feel unique but still like cool. And I feel like if you did like a jigsaw angle with him, you could do some really interesting stuff. Like maybe like make it like Nightwing is trying to take down like a like a saw franchise type villain who's like kidnapping people and making them do like body horror stuff to them. I think that's fun. Love that. Uh, maybe it's really dark. Maybe it's too dark. I don't know. I also I know that like because yeah. like Barbara Gordon also she famously gets like paralyzed in the comics mm. by the Joker, and it's like. What if that was Professor Pig? And what if it was like a cool trap and Nightwing had to like come in and like do something or she had to do something before, you know, time ran out and she got paralyzed or something. I don't think it's too dark, at least for Matt Reeves' Batman universe. Yeah, totally. I guess that's mm-hmm. a different beast, but but yeah. Um yeah, so I just looked at one image of this character of this character and I went Paul Walter Hauser. So <laughs> you know what's so funny? I also considered him because <laughs> I, I get that. I do, I do understand. Um, um Obviously, uh, Black Klansman uh, is mm-hmm. where he kind of, I think where we all kind of saw him for the first time and then popped up in Itania. Uh, Richard he's Jewell, really funny obviously. Yeah, really funny. He's great in Cruella, just as a little bit part. And he's good in the five, the five Bloods, too. So mm-hmm. I always enjoy his presence. He's one of those actors where I'm like, yeah, I, I'm just, I'm in for whatever you're going to do for like yeah. 15 minutes. He's great. So, yeah, I didn't give this much thought. I was just like, oh, you know what? Paul Walter has so, so that's right. He was my first choice, and mm-hmm. I so I wouldn't feel bad picking yourself, but I really want to pitch to you one that I kind of really fell in love with. Okay. And this is a guy named Cameron Britton, who was in a familiar. man 
he was in a man called Otto really recently. Okay, I've seen but, that. But more importantly, he was in Mindhunter and he played Ed Kemper. Ooh. And he was so freaky in it. And he's this tall dude and he's like big and broad and his voice is so scary. And yeah. he just, I don't know, there's just something about him that feels like he should be playing this character. Like just imagining him in like a slaughterhouse apron with like gloves and like a pig mask just feels so right. Wow. You know, what's crazy. Like in a man called Otto, he plays such a, like a lovable guy. Yeah. Like he's a silly dude. So he's got the depth, man. I don't hate that at all. Why not? Let's give, let's give this guy some, some love. And just for the love of Mindhunter, because I love Mindhunter. Cancel too soon. True. And yeah, David Fincher's just like, yeah, we're, Netflix, st- it's like he's towing the line because like he makes all his movies with Netflix now, but he also wants <laughs> yeah, to get Mindhunter season get, three. Yeah, in, so <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, maybe he'll do a movie in exchange for another Mindhunter season or something. He's like, all right, I'll make that show a Black was really Mirror good. Movie. Yeah, that'd be fun. David Fincher should direct a Black Mirror episode. I'm gonna put that out there right now. Um, that would be crazy because it would automatically look so much better than all the other ones. I feel like, but um, boosh. It's a boosh. Black Mirror boosh from Jackson. I like Black Mirror. We got some. We've we've used some of their actors before for sure. Um, moving on to Solomon Grundy, who is a big old zombie guy, and he's kind of dumb, and mm-hmm. he's a man of few words. He'll probably be CGI if he ever showed up, but I think he'd be fun. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, I went with this guy named Christian Nyarn, who played uh-huh. Hodor in Game of Thrones. Oh. And he's a big dude, like in real life, not like obviously as big as you'd probably want. Like he'd probably mm-hmm. still, you know, but he could do motion capture for it. He said he wants to play the character, which is also something. Oh, really? Oh. And also something really funny when looking him up, if you if you Google Christian Nyarn, he's also like a DJ and yes, he has he like a lot of tattoos that I was not expecting to see <laughs> on him. He's like an interesting looking guy. Um, but yeah, so like maybe someone who could just do like the voice. like the solid motion capture work. He's got the voice for mm-hmm. it, and he's he seems interested. So I don't know if if that's like super worthy, but uh, but yeah. Christian. Well, I, I'll take interest over anything always. Um, mine, I just went with um, I went with Dolph Lundgren here. Who? Oh, that's fun. Who I also thought could do because really you want like Sylvester Stallone. Really, I think but he already did. But I he's agree, already, but he but already he, did. Yeah. yeah, so he's already there with King Shark. So I was just like, sure. oh, how about we just get one of his rivals in the Rocky movies? So I just took Dolph Lundgren out from there. So um, I like both of these. I Yeah, I I also like Dolph Lundgren if you want to go that. I don't let's, mind that at all. Let's, I'll take Dolph. Let's do Dolphy. But I am in, maybe Dolph can do the voice and... Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, and he can do the motion capture and like the facial stuff. Yeah, let's do that. That'd be cool. Because I don't know if Dolph can... Dolph's a little up there in years, so maybe he can just do the the voice like Stallone's sure. been doing for years. So let's do that. Beautiful. Moving on to the Mad Hatter, yes. who is inspired by the Mad Hatter from uh, you know, Alice in Wonderland. Uh basically he's a, a little weird guy. I think he's sometimes British. I, I actually don't remember, but uh, he has like a little top hat and his whole thing is like hypnotism and like getting people to like just go under his his mind and he mind controls people is his thing um through like technology or drugs or um yeah he's like a weird little dude and so for me i went with elijah wood 
just because he's a weird I, I little immediately, dude. Yeah, he's a weird little dude. I thought of like whenever he goes a little crazy in like Lord of the Rings mixed with like his character in Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind would be like a pretty good combo of like what you're trying to get to. Um, mm-hmm. He's weird. I like him though. He always he always plays interesting characters because he's a little weirdo. Uh, wonderful. So for me, I have chosen Steve Coogan, who is uh you might know him from the other guys uh he's in night the museum movies he plays the little oh Roman i like Emperor him guy. he's in yeah. hot fuzz obviously tropic thunder all the despicable me movies he's he's always a fun and i learned in my research that in 1998 he was in a film version of alice through the looking glass which oh, is cool fun. so i don't think he played the mad hatter he played a character called nat but yeah, cool. he just looks like a weirdo in the pictures that I saw. Uh, I'm gonna so. be real. I kind of like that. Uh, I'm cool with going with him. Man, Elijah Wood misses out. Let's do it. Let's do Steve Coogan. I just imagine him with the long hair and like wearing the hat and yeah, and all yeah, that totally. fun I see stuff. That. He's also in Percy Jackson. I mean, I'm we're just pulling from the Percy Jackson pool. <laughs> Steve Coogan plays Hades in the Percy Jackson movies. He's Hades in those. Apparently. Man, those movies are forgettable. I'm excited for that series that's coming yeah it's trailer look cool lin-manuel miranda as himself yeah i can't wait to see who you have lin-manuel miranda from <laughs> the dcu apollo <laughs> um all right so we have hush which i think is really likely to show up in um the batman you know two. the the reeves yeah the batman yeah. 2 just because it was alluded to in that so it may not show up in the dcu but just in case uh why not cover all ground um, basically he's a childhood friend of Bruce and he becomes a doctor, but he is so resentful because his parents like hate him and he wishes that his parents would have died, uh, like Bruce's parents. And he kind of envies him in that way. And so basically he surgically modifies his face to look like Bruce Wayne and though. And so like he uses that kind of in like the third act of his story is to like ruin his personal life. Um, but also he wears like cool bandages and has like a ma- like that's like his mask is like this bandage wrapped around his face and uh, he's like a gunman kind of but he's he's a cool guy. Um, I'd be interested to see that maybe in the Reeve stuff more, but yeah, yeah he's cool. I would agree. It was always a cool side quest in the Arkham games. I like yeah. that storyline. Um, for me now, I know that I've probably brought this name up before four and i don't know if he is i can't remember if he was cast in our dcu so remind me if he was but i went with our boy wes bentley who is in Ooh, the hunger games like movies who yeah. you we're just watching and in interstellar as well um mission impossible movie he pops up for a little bit and i don't know he kind of looks like jamie dornan but kind of not i don't think you need to be but you know it doesn't have to be exactly yeah. anything like that yeah I can see He's that. also in Jonah Hex, so there's that. Oh God. Um. So yeah. Talk about shitty. Um. Cool. Uh. For me, I went with like, like who's like a similar type of, I guess like pretty boy is kind of what like who our Batman is. He's like definitely like with edge. Yeah. Yeah. And so I went with a uh, Pin Badgley for Ooh. Hush. Who was it you? Yeah, he's got the and serial killer. He some other stuff too, but he has like a creepy, sadistic, but like people would like him in like in like the public eye and stuff. He was thrown around for Mr. Fantastic for a little bit. That was happening. Yeah. Which yeah. I think would have been pretty good. I think yeah. I don't, 
I think I would almost prefer that to Pedro Pascal, just because I don't think the Pascal thing so is happening. Old. I don't think it's, oh, it's not okay. Good. I I don't know. I, I just haven't seen anything else since that rumor kind of dropped. So I don't know if it's happening, but mm. um, we'll see. I don't know. I like that. Let's do Penn Badgley because you kind of can already see the the serial killer vibe with him and you. He's a little sadistic, mm-hmm. and he's got a good voice too. So I like it. I like it. Um, moving on to Clayface, who is a lot of people play Clayface, but mostly he's like this old Hollywood type actor who um, through chemical means becomes this horrible mound of disgusting clay that can shapeshift and turn into people or he's kind of like Sandman, but like he can shapeshift mm. and I really like him. This is like a character who I'm like, like really hoping gets an introduction at some point. Um, Alan Tudyk voiced him in the Harley Quinn show. So that's like kind of fun, but uh, basically has not gotten any love. And it seems like these are, the people are clamoring for Clayface. Um, but yeah, people so want him. People want uh, him. Great final boss battle in Arkham City. Yeah, I will say that. So I was reading is like, is he Russian? Kind of. Um, I don't. There's probably a version of him that's Russian. I read a I version. Okay, where he was name was like Boris something. So I Basil Carlo is that? Yeah, who it is? I think that's yeah, that's the one, one of I, them. That's a that's, weird one. That's the one that I decided to go with. And so I okay. just went with a Russian actor who I've seen in a bunch of things and I like. So I went with Peter Stormare, who's actually, mm. I think he's actually technically Swedish, but he plays wow. he plays Russian often, um, especially okay. in, Arm- in Armageddon. But um, he's in Fargo. Uh, he's a, possibly in Cohen movies a lot. He's in The Big Lebowski. Um, yeah, he, I've seen this guy before. He's with Willem Dafoe, who throws the wood chipper, spoiler alert, I guess, from Fargo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 22 Jump Street. He pops up in Constantine. I don't remember him. Mm. He's probably plays Lucifer in Constantine. How about that? Um, so yeah, uh, definitely a different version of the character. I want to hear about your version of the character because you definitely know way more about Clayface than I do. Yeah, so I wanted to go with like someone who can give old Hollywood vibes because like the version I'm going with is based on like the Mark Batman Cable the animated series uh, story mm-hmm. where it's like yeah he's like he feels like he's so ugly so he uses this like face cream to like mold his face back to where it used oh, to be that's way it, like, cooler. Dis- and it like destroys his body basically and turns into this glob um and so i was like who's old hollywood who could do voice work and has a really good voice and this is really unconventional but i want seth mcfarlane oh and i kind of like it a lot i'm pretty I don't proud of that one that at all like <sighs> it's kind of like inspired. imagine him just doing like his like his like Frank Sinatra voice for like a lot of it. And then like getting into his like manic kind of stuff. And I don't know. I just feel like that'd be pretty fun. And you know, he could do the voice if it turns to weird Clayface stuff. Mm-hmm. So he could do something with that. I like that a lot. That's inspired. Let's do that. Let's go. Booyah. Seth MacFarlane. You're going to watch the Ted prequel series. That's coming to uh there's a prequel Ted series. You're kidding. Coming, coming to Peacock, baby. I think so. Check that out. Anyway. <laughs> anyway hugo strange <laughs> yeah hugo strange uh who has had a tv live action adaptation uh basically he is a guy that works in he runs arkham asylum and a lot of times uh secretly like lets people out of prison or manipulates batman and, and is obsessed with finding out who like why batman's psychology is the way he is and who is he and so he'd be kind of like more of a intellectual mm-hmm. um 
villain. I feel like he could actually like be the head of his own movie and just like throw out a bunch of goons that we were like kind of familiar with, like at Batman for like like cannon fodder type stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes he gets ripped though too. So he's like he sometimes he's physical. Um, for me, I went with like maybe a weirder one. I went with Dave Batista to That's... play Hugo Strange. Yeah, I was seeing that one, and I liked it because it just looked like what I've seen in like the video games, mm-hmm. which is my, the Hugo strange. I know is from the Arkham games. Is he jacked in the video games? He's like somewhere in the middle. Like he's a yeah. larger for sure. Mm-hmm. He's not like BD Wong. I would say. Yeah. So. BD Wong is also a really fun. Um, Hugo strange though. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I went to Batista. I feel like he, he wanted to play Lex Luthor and obviously they're not going to give him Lex Luthor. Cause nope. like Nicholas, come on, Dave, but this is like a Batman, Lex Luthor type. It's not as, it's not as com- like demanding either for someone his age to like have to like be in a franchise thing over and over again. Like I feel like he's kind of done with the recurring stuff. Yeah. So maybe this could be a one and done or like a background player type deal that he would like. Sure. Um, I love Dave Batista. Love. Him. I do too. I considered him for this role, which means we might go with him. But I went with Corey Stoll, who we've seen in the Ant Man movies. Most recently in Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania, where he played Modoc. Um mm. I think he can do more than that. Um, but yeah, he popped up and he was Buzz Aldrin in First Man. Uh, he was in West Side Story kind of recently. And yeah, he's just popped up in a bunch of fun stuff. House of Cards, he's great in. And, and yeah, I just like his presence. I miss his more dramatic stuff, which was House of Cards. Like He was just like the butt of a joke in Quantumania. Mm. Um, so I'd like to yeah, see him take on him. That. Yeah, he did. <laughs> so I'd like to see him do something different. But I like I like Dave Batista a lot because I saw him and I was like, no, nah, I'm just gonna pick someone else to not do that. So but That's I'm fair. I'm on board with Dave Batista. All right, we can lock in Batista. I do like I like Crystal. Him. I feel like maybe a different role would be good for him. Maybe like a this sounds really weird, but like Calendar Man is like such a joke one. And I guess James Gunn played him before. Or not James Gunn. Uh, Sean Gunn played him before, but it was like in like such a cameo role that probably isn't canon anymore. But like, there's a in the Long Halloween, which you should watch because it's it's pretty cool, like the animated one. There is a really sadistic version uh, in that storyline of Calendar Man because like the the character is like a serial killer that not not Calendar Man, but like the the person who's un- unidentified. He's like a serial killer mm-hmm. that's killing people on holidays. So Batman turns to him and is like, "What is like the key? Like he's kind of like the Hannibal Lecter of." that and it's really interesting and he's really freaky in, in that movie and i could see Corey still doing something like that get freaky Corey, love it get freaky get freaky all right Sweet. so that was all the the ones that uh have not yet appeared in movies um which is pretty fun uh now we have the ones that we're kind of familiar with and so we have kind of an idea to go off of um starting with killer croc who has one appearance um I honestly don't even remember the dude's name. I B-E-T. felt like <laughs> yes, his character sucked. Um, I think he died underwater, but then he didn't. He survived the bomb, I guess, and then got BET at the end. He's played by Adewale Akinoe Akbaji. I think wow. I Amazing. absolutely nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, basically he is. Uh, a guy he's not like the, I feel like people compare him to the lizard who like turns himself into a lizard this is a dude he's not mm-hmm. actually a crocodile he is a big mutated guy 
who has a skin condition that was so awful that people like made him live in the sewers. Um, and so he's kind of like a crime, like a crime Lord guy. Sometimes, sometimes he's just like a, like a monster of nature. And other times he's like a cannibal, which is kind of fun too. Like he's just a weird, creepy guy who I feel like in the, like the Batman, the animated series gets a lot of like comedic, dumb grunt kind of stuff. And so I thought it'd be kind of fun to have, uh, bottom star Marshawn Lynch take on the role. (laughs) Oh, that's fun. He's just so much fun. I, I feel like personally, I would prefer him to be Bloodsport, but like the more comic accurate, like weirder version of Bloodsport. But because Idris Elba already played him, they, they're they not going to bring him back for that. So this could be like a fun way to get him into it, into the DCU, I think. Marshawn Lynch, baby. I love that. He just be improv. <laughs> he might not even read the script. I don't know. He might just be improv. It'd be kind of fun. Time. Yeah. Yeah. That's fun. Uh, For me, I went with somebody who is was in the Marvel world, but it's not canon anymore. I went with Mike Coulter, who plays Luke Cage. Oh, Luke Cage. Yeah, he's good. Yeah. I like him. I recently saw him in Plane, which is a movie I did oh, not no. hate. Dude, um, for some reason, my account purchased Plane, and like it got deducted from my account. I can't, I can't get a refund on it. Is I Abby secretly plan. buying Plane? No, we we tried to <laughs> figure... I thought my account got hacked, because I was like, we didn't buy this, obviously. Nobody wants this. Was it like... I uh, must have misclicked or something, and like, I don't... I thought you had to enter your password in to buy it. I don't know what happened, weird. but I own Plane, and I well, haven't seen it, but maybe I'll watch it now. Proud owner of Plane to see my future killer croc, Mike Coulter. Maybe it's like a U2 Songs of Innocence type deal where they just Maybe put it... it is. I hope so. I think I got charged for it, though. Oh, that like $20. Sucks. <laughs> that sucks. It's not that good of a movie to do that, but it's a fun ride. Um, yeah, Mike Coulter um, is my is my pick here. Nice. What yeah, do you Mike think? Yeah, Mike is, like, really solid. Um, just because, like, I do like him in, in Luke Cage. Mm-hmm. And he does do, like, stoic really well, which definitely could be an angle that they take. Yeah, I don't um, know what angle they'll take. But... I don't like that. There's two very different angles we're going for here. Definitely two between, different angles. Between Marshawn Mine's more and silly Michael goofy. Turner. Yeah. So uh, I, 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 I don't care. I have no preference. I don't care either. I'll let you pick. Okay. We'll go with Mike Coulter then. Mike Coulter. Let's do it. Lock I have Marshawn Lynch as my Mr. Freeze later. <laughs> He's amazing. I'll put him back in for Blood Sport maybe one day. That'd be Because awesome. uh, that'd be fun. We love him. Awesome. All right. Uh, let's do... Uh, Raz al Ghul next or okay. Raish al Ghul depending on who you are uh, it's not consistent in the comics or shows or movies <laughs> um, previously played by Liam Neeson a white guy um, who yeah. this is not he's not a white guy um, yeah he's the grandfather of Damian Wayne who will show up in the movie for sure so I feel like it's a pretty solid bet that uh, Raz or Raish and Talia will be uh, somewhere in there mm-hmm. uh, who knows uh, but yeah I'm gonna go ahead and do mine first because first of all I, I do feel like uh, Raish should probably be unknown just because like this is such a niche thing to go for like I don't know if like there's a ton of great examples we can find mm-hmm. um, so I went with one of the top choices for the guy um, who is uh, his name is Ghassan Masood he's okay. 65 he kind of looks a lot like the animated series, which is what I grew up on. Um, he's been in two English movies, one being Ridley Scott's kingdom of heaven and the other one being pirates to the Caribbean at world's end. Mm. He just has the look and people 
have said him, and I don't hate that. So, but personally, I feel like they should probably go unknown. I I was kind of in your boat that I wanted an unknown, and that mm-hmm. just the brief um background that I did was that he was like at least somewhere in like the Asian country range, somewhere in he's that, like in Eastern that Asian, Middle yeah. Eastern. Like it's it's kind of hard to pin down because I don't yeah. think they've ever been specific on it. Mm-hmm. Um. But basically not white, I think, is yeah. the general consensus. Okay, well, I, I succeeded in that regard. Because <laughs> Liam Neeson is an insane pick for that. Yes. Uh, but, yeah. He was good, but, like, really weird. Yeah. I feel like we're going to go with yours, but I'll go ahead and say that I picked Daniel Day Kim, who has popped up in a Okay, in a you know what's things. crazy? Yeah. I actually almost did Daniel Considered Day Kim. Him? He's older. Mm-hmm. Or like yeah. he's like he was I, born in 1968. I don't know how old that puts him. But, but you know what's crazy? In his 60s is like his whole thing, like his like Razal Ghoul's whole thing is that he's got this pit, this Lazarus pit that makes him young. It's like a fountain. Yeah. Of youth oh, thing. true. I forgot about that. Part. So like honestly, Carter, I I might go with Daniel. Oh my Kim. goodness! I kind I, of really like him. I did it. You know he brought the Good Doctor to the United States. Like that's because of him. Did you know that the Good Doctor? Yeah, as you know in, that show? Yeah, as in little yeah. Charlie Bucket. <laughs> so I doctor? guess that was like a soap opera overseas. And he was like, oh, what? let me bring this to the United States for some money. Oh, man. And, we have so uh, much he's like to in it. He's for. like a producer on that. Um, I like him, though. I, I, I'd i go with Daniel DeCamp. Wow. Okay. Well, shoot. Let's do it. He's in the Divergent movies. <laughs> <laughs> but I just like, learned... especially like, like, give him old age makeup and then have him jump into a, a green vat of ooze and then come out Daniel Day Camp. I think that's I cool. like it. I'm a fan. Awesome. Sweet. Wow. I got one. That's huge. Sweet. All right. Um, yeah. Uh, Talia Al Ghul, who is the daughter of Raish, Raish Al Ghul, uh, she is the mother of Damien and sometimes. She is the romantic partner of Batman, whether he knows it or not, because sometimes there's some weird stuff that they don't like to get into and kind of brush over. Um, But yeah, Uh, who do you have for Talia Al Ghul? Uh, I have uh, John Mulaney's significant other, Olivia Munn, who who has popped up in the Iron Man movies. I believe she was in there, but yeah, she had a, a a rough turn in the X Men Apocalypse as Psylocke, but other than that, mm. she's she's popped up. And in, she got uh, you know what's crazy? She like studied like she studied the blade, uh, for like the Psylocke role, and then like they gave her like like just CGI swords that like didn't really do anything in the movie. And I feel kind of bad because I feel like she did put in some sort of uh, I feel like she's a nerd. effort for that. Yeah, but she's but, in, uh, yeah, it didn't pay off. She's in Magic Mike. She's in the new Predator movie, which was pretty poor. Um, yeah, and I just kind of I like Olivia Munn. I like, I like her. I just like her her presence. She used to date Aaron Rodgers. People forget that. That's but, weird. Yeah, but I think she moved on <laughs> to better. I don't know John Mulaney. I don't know how we stand, where we stand on John Mulaney and his. You know, I'd probably like him better than Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. Has yeah, a whole lot of I weird, don't weird enjoy stuff. Aaron Rodgers, and I like John <laughs> Mulaney a lot. I like his comedy a lot. So and yeah, they have an adorable little baby. So there's that. I like that. So my choice was Sophia Butella from. Oh, uh, like the, the mummy mummy and yeah. she's like i think she's the person with like the like blade legs in the kingsman oh, okay yeah but i think i like i also like olivia munn i actually don't have a preference here i don't think 
Well, should we should we go with mine to stay in theme yeah, with uh, with Dana Day Kim? Yeah, I like that. Let's what do Olivia Munn there. Awesome. Two in a row. Wow. Go me. Three in a row. You're bad at Oh yeah. Wow. <laughs> Let's make it four with Scarecrow. Um not Killian Murphy, although I love Killian. Interesting Murphy. choice. Yeah. yeah. Um Scarecrow's one of my favorite villains mm-hmm. of like the Batman stuff, just because I think he's such a good foil of like using fear gas against the guy who weaponizes fear to his benefit. Now it's kind of like like against him and mm-hmm. kind of interesting stuff. It's also a really good exposition, like a way to do exposition dump through Definitely. weird trippy sequences. Um, so I feel like if you wanted to do like a Robin without showing how you got the Robins, you could be like, oh, Dick Grayson got sprayed by fear gas, and now he's back at the circus and he's reliving yes. his trauma and like i feel like that's a really easy way to get exposition brought in yeah um cool guy i feel like he's had a lot of fun designs in like the video games and comics and we kind of got a kind of a lame look uh with him with like just the the weird with mask no that, yeah yeah with no one which is kind of a bummer i feel like you should like definitely lean into his weird uh his weirder stuff yeah, my um, favorite. I, I do like I do like the casting, but yeah, I feel like the the direction with him was not super cool. My favorite portrayal of him is in the Arkham games, in the third yeah. Arkham game, because I just think that's just mm-hmm. a great lens for that story. Um, is that so, the one where he has like the needle hand glove? Yeah, it's really that cool. one's cool. I, really I think cool. that's pretty sick. And like the Joker keeps popping up, like the the vision of Joker, even though he mm-hmm. dies in the second one. Yeah, it's a really cool choice. Um. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Jackson, here's where I put your boy. I have Sam Rockwell here as Scarecrow. Oh, interesting. Okay. Interesting. I don't hate that. Kind of zany, you know, kind of kind of doing the but like not like zany like off the walls like Riddler or anything like that, but um like Jim Carrey Riddler if um so yeah. I think he could be a little little sneaky sneaky. So, mm. yeah. Can I give you my take on that? I feel like Please do. Sam Rockwell is not like brainy smart. I feel like he's like charismatic. Like his charisma is like through the charts, and I feel like his street smarts would be higher. But like I don't know if he gives like a psychologist to me personally. Yeah. It's funny. I'm gonna I'm run something gonna... by you. I'm curious yeah, what run, you think. Run it by me. I'm ready. Lakeith Stanfield, who oh, we haven't yes. ever used. I've we, thrown him around for. You've so thrown many him days. around a lot, and it hasn't. St- nothing stuck with him. But I maybe, really think maybe the sticky he could point. do something weird. Yeah, he's he definitely gives like thoughtful and insightful, right, and can do that really well. And mm-hmm. I love I love his character, um, and his delivery of his character in um, Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like he's so spacey, but like you know, like if you like paired that with some of his other roles, like it could be like a really distant, like creepy presence. Yeah, I, I think he'd be good in. I'm on board with that. Why not? Let's do that. Let's do it. He needs Let's a win. He was in the Haunted Mansion movie earlier this year. And ah, well, not that very was, good. That wasn't it. I watched Straight Out of Compton recently and he plays Snoop Dogg. Really cool. Really? And he Man, like, it's that's crazy because I saw it in theaters with my dad. And obviously I don't think I knew who Lakeith Stanfield was then. So <laughs> I don't think I caught that. Yeah, really cool. I was like, oh my God, Lakeith Stanfield. It was just like it's kind of a, a bit of a cameo in the movie. But. It's a very small role, yeah. It's yeah. not <laughs> it's barely in it, but that's yeah. that's interesting. Yeah. Huh. Awesome. Lakeith, um, he, cool. he made it. I love it. He made it. 
Um, Mr. Freeze, who is next, uh, who is kind of interesting because I feel like one, the Arnold Schwarzenegger is so bad. It is so not yet. So iconic at the same time. (laughs) It really is. Yeah. It's, it's kind of like the classic. What is, is that one Batman forever or Batman Batman and Robin, Batman and Robin. Yeah. Um, just terrible. Um, I feel like that's kind of like the first (laughs) example of like a movie that's so bad. You have to watch it. Like people like. 100% 100% love to hate on that movie. So bad it's good. He yeah. has some yeah, he has some crazy contract like negotiations for that movie where like he's barely in it like actually physically on set, like barely. Really? Um unless you see his face, he's like basically not in that suit or in that makeup. It's somebody else, which is huh. crazy funny. Uh really like made a ton of money. Uh like like he's like probably the highest paid actor in that like above Clooney. Right, Clooney's the other guy in that one, right? Yeah, yeah. He's, or is yeah. it Kilmer? No, Kilmer's no, Batman no. It is Clooney forever. Yeah, yeah. so stupid. Yeah, um, yeah, just terrible. Uh, they do the Nora stuff, but it's like not very good. Mm-hmm. Um, he has no emotional range, and he just does puns, and that sucks. Cool body, uh, <laughs> but like I feel like yeah, Mister Freeze is really cool. He got like the revamp from Batman the animated series, which is pretty fun. Um, so I feel like this is someone who needs to be able to have emotional range and, and needs to be like smart, but scary, but relatable at the same time. So I went with uh, Stanley Tucci. Uh, Tucci. Games. The Tucci man. We love him. Love the Tucci man. Um, he's bald, of course, which is course. something you, you need to have. Um, mm-hmm. But also I've been rewatching clips from Easy A and he is so <laughs> fun in that movie too. T, like just T, every- T. <laughs> He's so funny. I don't know. Like he is so charming, and I would like to see him do like a colder, uh, haha, um, ha. like performance where he is like a little more sadistic, but also like still himself a little bit, bringing that heart into it. Yeah. Have you seen uh, the Lovely Bones? I haven't. Abby has been telling me about it, and I was like, "Is he like freaky? In, like, is he like cold in that?" He's like, he's kind of just a creep. Like, he plays he's, like a weirdo. In he's that. a creep, but it's a really yeah. cool Tucci performance. Cool. Um. Okay, I love that pick a lot. I think I'm going to go your way, but I'm just going to go ahead and give mine. Um, I went with Clive Owen, who I think you re- recently watched Children of Men for the first time. Um, no. no, I'm thinking of someone else. Not me. Someone else, maybe. Someone else maybe has seen it. <laughs> I've um, seen him and stuff. Anyway, Clive Owen, uh, I think he's just kind of got that. He's kind of just got the, the 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 face of it. Obviously, he's not mm. bald, but that's not, a, that's not an issue, but... Uh, we can shave some heads. Yeah, he was uh, in Jemini Man, one of our favorites. Um, Jemini Man, Jemini Man. Uh, but but I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Tucci, even though I think Clive Owen is hasn't been in a lot lately and needs a, a dub. But I'm always on board for Stanley Tucci, and he does kind of look the part. So right, yeah, I love it, and I love the Tucci man. Let's do it. That 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 is also a role where I feel like Giancarlo Esposito gets. Oh, like he's just been thrown around in everything, but that's one that people really want him in. Maybe he'll get it. I don't know. Just let him. That and Brian Cranston are like really requested for that one. Let him play not a villain for a little bit, please. Just let's mm-hmm. let's stop casting him as a bad guy for a bit. But what yeah. do I know? Anyway, Tooch Man, love it. Moving on to Bane, who has appeared twice now in movies. One alongside Uma Thurman as a non-speaking grunt who Tough. sucks a lot. And also in the Nolan one, played by, of course, uh, oh gosh, what is his name? Tom Hardy uh, plays him. Yeah, there, there it is. Uh, who is white? If you may 
notice. Uh, I did uh, notice. Bane is not. <laughs> Bane is not a white guy, but has not been uh, played by anyone of uh, Latin descent, which is kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, so for this, and this is also interesting because I feel like people fan cast Dave Batista all the time for this. Mm-hmm. Um, and Dave Batista is not uh, Latino also, which is kind of interesting. So I, I wanted to really avoid that yeah. as best I could. And I went with kind of an out of the box pick. I think I went with Laz Alonzo okay. who you would know from the boys. He's mother's milk and the boys. Oh, yeah. and he is uh, in the avatar movies. Is he really? Yeah, he's right a now. he's he's a like a Cuban American actor, um, who, yeah, he plays like the tr- like the guy who like is betrothed to like the main woman, and like he beefs with oh our main okay dude the whole time like that's him, and I think he's really fun. Sute, I don't know, I think he'd be good. I think he'd be like an interesting Bane. He's in one of the Fast and Furious movies. How about that? Yeah, you watched those. Um, I did. I like that. I kind of went the same route. I kind of went with like a, a pretty relatively unknown guy. Mm-hmm. Um, I went with uh, Alfonso Herrera, who really isn't in much. I don't know if you watched Sense8, but he's in that show. Mm. He's he's in a, a bunch of – he's of Mexican descent, and he is in a bunch of th- things in Mexico, not a lot in the States, but he will be appearing in Rebel Moon Part 1 later this year with, with Ooh, Snyder Boy. Okay. So – um, I, I like that. I can go with that too. I'm fine with either of these, though. I I think we went the same route. I think we want a relatively unknown, yeah, guy. So I don't care. You you can be the final say on this. I like Alfonso. I I like looking forward to uh, a movie that's probably gonna suck. So I'll I'll give it to him. <laughs> Are you ready to for all of the conversation that'll surround Rebel Moon? Also, Sophia Butella. So yeah, true. There's yeah. the star. So how about that? Wonderful. I can't wait for that movie. Good grief. 134 minutes. Oh, boy. Okay. All right. Awesome. Who's next? Uh, next, we have the Penguin, who has been had some really interesting, like, heavy hitters play this role. Yeah. Previously, Danny DeVito went with, like, a mutant freak, and then Colin Farrell, who does, like, this really interesting Italian, like, fat suit, like, stuff Come going on. on. And, and he is really hamming it up like i like this is a a tough one where i feel like you can't really beat either of them for what's going so like why not just mix it up and go like do something a little different so for me i tried to envision like maybe both of those combined like he is mutant he is a crime lord but more importantly he's got the iceberg lounge and it is literally like made of ice there's penguins going around it is weird it is wacky he is high-end uh, like capitalist, but also like he is mutant. He's got the mutant hands. He's got a beak like nose, um, and he's got some sharp teeth. And he loves his birds. Um, so I went with someone who I think is like maybe a weirder choice, but someone who I really like. I want like a British Cockney type dude. I went with Nick Frost. Um, oh, who has been? Uh, he's been in like um, all the Edgar you know Shaun of the Dead. Yeah. yeah, all the Edgar Wright stuff. Um, and he plays mostly comedic stuff, but there's like, if, if you Google recent images of him, he looks so hard. Like he looks like he is ready to like <laughs> run heroin through like a community. Like he is so like, he looks like a mob boss, which I think would be fun. And I, I don't know, like, I feel like giving him some weird uh, prosthetics, like in like a mutated way would be really fun for him. Just looking at his recent. Oh yeah. Wow. He's right. Yeah. Like he's got like yeah. an interesting look to him. He's aged well, I think. Yeah. 
This is great. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just reading all of his. Like he's not so much schlubby like anymore. Like he has like a cool like look to him now. He's come all the way around. He's cool now. Amazing. Yeah. Good for I, him. I, I mean, yeah. Beautiful. I like that pick. Me, um, someone from a movie that I'm really looking forward to seeing soon, whenever I can. I feel like they're having a moment, and I always love seeing this guy pop up on my screen. Paul Giamatti as the penguin, mm-hmm. who's a definitely a different I like penguin Paul vibe. Yeah. I love Paul. I love Paul Giamatti. Definitely an older version of the character. Mm-hmm. Um and just you know, I just I see him in like show like he pops up in like ballers and things like that, and he has this yeah. this way about him. And also in the holdovers, we're gonna see him soon, which mm-hmm. I'm really excited about. Um He and, likes yeah. to be intense too. Like he can he does he can and, do a lot there. You know, he was the rhino, people forget. And I think he needs another, as they should, as they should. I think he needs another shot at the at the superhero world because you definitely he wants to. Speaking of straight out of Compton, um, he plays the <laughs> he plays the the band manager in that. Uh, and yeah, he's just always just a welcome a welcome presence. Yeah. And so yeah, just definitely. A I different considered him for the uh, the ventriloquist actually. Which oh, he would have been, been kind of fun. That would have been fun too. Um, I, I don't also, hate that. I don't have a preference here either. I like the Nick Frost angle too to kind of get more prosthetics. Uh, I feel yeah. slightly Nick Frost just because I like his build a lot, and I feel like he could do some interesting, interesting stuff. He's more of a heavy but, as opposed to what yeah. Paul Giamatti would bring you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, Let's I do think that. I'm, I'm thinking Nick Frost there. Let's do it. I love it. Oh yeah. Okay. Um. Next, we got the Riddler. Who has been played by Jim Carrey? Um, not well, in my opinion. And uh, Paul Dano, who truly, I, I gotta be real, Carter. I don't think there is a casting I prefer more for the Riddler than Paul Dano. Like, I just like I feel like like maybe there's different. Like, obviously, you could do different like characterizations with with him, but like I, Paul Dano is like peak. Riddler. So I, I I went with someone else, obviously, but like just I just gotta say I'll never be fully satisfied because Paul Dano is like the guy. Um, yeah, he's he's for this character. He's great. No qualms. Um, so I went with yeah, no qualms. I went with someone who has actually voiced the Riddler. And I didn't realize this until afterwards. He's oh. voiced him in uh, a Suicide Squad uh, like animated movie that's pretty fun. Uh-huh. Uh, I went with Matthew Gray Goobler. Oh yeah. Who, yeah, you may know from Criminal Minds or uh, Alvin and the Chipmunks. That's he's where I know him from, that, which baby. Is funny. Uh, yeah, he's voiced him before. He's got like, like this, like this tall, skinny, uh, not like in like he he doesn't give like incel Riddler like Paul Dano does. He gives like he's gonna do a little dance routine and he's gonna be weird, but he's got some crazy like he would he would run like a quiz show with Batman like being dropped into poison and like nightwing has to answer questions or else he like dies like that seems like something he would do mm-hmm. um and like this kind of thing and i, and I kind of like that it's so funny because we have such similar angles here mm-hmm. for person because mine is the exact same like exact same build exact same description that you just gave mm-hmm. but she's a different person um mine is david Tennant, who i think we've thrown around a, oh that, a, that'd be great times. like i have no yeah. problem with either of these people like i think they both like david the Tennant. Same, the same vibe and I think this is somewhere in between whatever the hell Jim Carrey was doing and, yeah. and Paul Dana. It's like it's a firm in the middle because you can't do yeah. either 
have to do someone more, that more has camp. Insane. Yeah. Yeah. And man, I think both can do it. I like um, David Tennant. David Tennant, obviously, Ooh. Doctor Who. Um, yeah. Harry Potter, all that stuff. Anyway. Off the top of my head, I just thought of someone else who would be really fun. I feel like Matthew Lillard would be really good and like an, as an older that would be fun. as well. I like Matthew, him. Matthew Lillard, Lillard back in his scream, his scream queen era. Yeah, I, I considered him for Scarecrow, but I was like, eh, maybe not, maybe not. It'd be fun, but um, I like him. Cool, David Tennant. Let's lock that in. Okay, sweet. Love it. We got Loving three it. more. We've got three more. Awesome. Um, which one do you want to start with? I um, think we should start with Poison Ivy. Poison Ivy? Okay. Yeah. So I need to make... I texted Carter like 40 times the other day. <laughs> and then I resolved... He was asleep. He didn't answer. I was asleep. I was having... <laughs> you were having a meltdown. <laughs> I didn't tell him why. Uh, but it was because of this. Mm-hmm. I am convinced I have a perfect Poison Ivy. Okay. However... I casted her already in something else. So I'm going to undo that, propose an alternate solution to the recasting. Uh, so basically, I really want Kiki Palmer to play Poison mm, Ivy. Okay. We casted her already yes. as Livewire. Uh, yes. So I'm going to propose that we switch her from Livewire to Poison Ivy and replace okay. Livewire with Amanda Stenberg, who is Rue in the Hunger Games and was in Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. I think she'd be fine. She's younger. makes more sense. Okay. But I really... I really wanted Kiki Palmer one because she's a queer. She's out. She's queer. Mm-hmm. Um, and Poison Ivy is um, canonically like bisexual. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think she's bisexual. Uh, she has a relationship with Harley Quinn. So I wanted I wanted that to at least be um, somewhat authentic. And I thought you could do a really interesting uh, portrayal of the character by switching. If, like if you switch the race, because tr- traditionally she's a white scientist. Mm-hmm. But I find you could do kind of an interesting angle by making poison ivy black and still keep her red hair and stuff, of course, to keep the iconography and stuff. Mm-hmm. But like there's so many interesting uh ways you can look at like environmental racism and the way that like our infrastructure pollutes and chooses where to pollute and how often it is usually impoverished black communities. And like I feel like to have an eco-terrorist like Poison Ivy is to also have her be someone who like was personally slighted by the way that pollution affects her people and community. Like, cause I feel like people, cause she's normally just like an eco terrorist cause she loves the plants and she loves, but like, I feel like you could do like something a little more interesting. That's more relatable to general audiences. And that could be like a really cool way to introduce complex ideas of like redlining and redistricting and, you know, food deserts. Cause like also at the same time, right. Food deserts are places where it's hard to get fresh and like healthy food available. It's usually just fast food, right? In a food desert. Mm-hmm. What if you had poison ivy try to like change her like biology to where she could grow her own, like like they could do like um oh, what is it? Photosynthesis, where like they wouldn't need food. And like that's how she kind of like creates herself into poison ivy and she can control plants or something. I think that'd be really cool. Okay. That would be a really cool angle. And that is my pitch for Kiki Palmer as poison ivy. What well, are your thoughts? Two things. Since you're so passionate about it, I'm going to allow mm-hmm. it. Okay. And second, I also like it because I like the way that your Poison Ivy pairs with my potential Harley Quinn. Ooh, okay. So, I'm into that. So Let's lock that I, in. I'm on board. I'm just going to mention that I just went with Jessica Chastain because I just wanted a beautiful redhead. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm, that's what mm-hmm. I went with. But I love your angle. And I think that that could pair well. Because I had forgotten, I had forgotten the whole 
that she has a relationship with Harley Quinn. So I mm-hmm. like the angle of maybe what might happen coming up. So yeah, let's okay. go with let's go with Kiki. Let's do it. Let's hear your Harley Quinn. I'm 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 curious. Who you My Harley Quinn with. is somebody who I've watched a great deal of over mm-hmm. the past couple of years. Uh and she is an IU alum. I went with Julia Garner from Ozark. Uh she yeah, she went to IU. Uh she's in Ozark. She's in this really cool movie I watched this year called The Assistant, which is really, really neat. But mostly she plays um Ooh. Ruth in Ozark. And I'm liking her look a lot. Yeah. And in Ozark, she's just kind of this unhinged hick from this Missouri town in the Ozarks. And she's really magnetic and really fiery and combative and she was going to play in this rumored, there was going to be a Madonna biopic. She was going to play Madonna, but I think that's I, dead. I was going to say she looks a lot like Madonna. It's yeah. Kind of crazy. And I think that's like dead in the water, but um, I'd love to see that come back. But yeah, I think uh, Julia, I can really see Julia Garner and mm-hmm. Kiki Palmer kind of shooting the shit together. But I am so sold on your pick. I think that is amazing. Let uh, me hear yours. I love that. Um, well, mine, okay, so mine is definitely way more basic now. At one point, I will say, this was, like, one that I thought of before everyone else was thinking of it. So I thought Mia Goth would be really fun for Harley Quinn. Oh, are people, like, I feel like absolutely her now? Like, a lot of people are on the, the bandwagon. A right? lot of people on her train. Mm-hmm. I will say, first of all, Margot Robbie, perfect, amazing. I think she's awesome. Mm-hmm. Is she coming back? I don't know. Um, just I feel like Mia Goth is maybe a better Harley in, like, the universe with... Robert Pattinson, um, mm. especially alongside uh, what's his face as Joker, uh, Barry Keoghan. Yeah, Barry yeah. Keoghan. Yeah, I feel like that would be a good pairing. But I really, really love mm. your Julie yeah. Garner choice. I am so on board with that. Like, I just that's, that's awesome. Yeah, I like the dynamic between her and Kiki. I think a lot. I think so, that'd be good. I think that'd be really good. I really like her look too. And there, yeah, there was like the perfect age range for each other too. Mm-hmm. And we got to support I our Hoosiers. So. Mm-hmm beautiful yeah that's fun yeah and plus harley so harley i guess do people do people know who harley quinn is at this point like is that like a stupid one to explain i feel like like in the in the zeitgeist of our culture yeah i people know who she is right i think i think so but yeah you can give the 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 bookmarks i do just want to clarify i think it's interesting because one she is not originally from the comic she is a character that debuted uh, on the Batman the Animated series, um, mm-hmm. and people instantly loved her. She she's a psychiatrist who like tries to help the Joker, and the Joker manipulates her, and basically, you know, turns her into this like sidekick love interest. Really toxic. I feel like uh, it's a mistake to keep them together long, if at all. Yeah. Uh, like just like kind of share their backstory and then move on to the Poison Ivy Harley Quinn romance because that stuff's like really fun and people eat that up. Amazing. But uh, yeah, yeah, totally. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, is the only iteration Margot Robbie in live action? Uh, well, that and Lady Gaga soon. In True. Joker two. True. So we'll see how that goes. Mm-hmm. Forgot about mm-hmm. that for a minute. Wow. Yeah. Fun. Okay. Wonderful. We're down to our, the the biggie. Our last one. Uh, Joker. Yeah. Boy. A lot of iterations of this character. Uh, yeah. Do you have a favorite? Uh, yeah. Well, obviously mine is Heath Ledger. But yeah, I think I think Nicholson's is iconic because mm-hmm. it was kind of the 
it's not the first Cesar Romero obviously was, yeah. was there also. Who's a just basically a clown. Silly dude. Yeah. Silly dude. <laughs> Painted um, over his mustache. Jared Leto could have worked under different hands, I think, yeah. but it's, it's it, really uh, bad. it doesn't work. Um, but yeah, it's Ledger and Nicholson for sure. That are like the top of the mm-hmm. mountain. Galifianakis voiced him in the Batman movie. Lego Batman. He's movie. fun. That was fun. Uh, yeah. Uh, and yet to be determined on Barry. Um, what about really, Walking Phoenix? Where does that rank? Oh, I always forget about him. Cause like, yeah, I guess he's maybe second or third. Yeah, I would say it's tough. It's tough because I don't know the baggage around that character is one thing in that movie. <laughs> in that is, movie, <laughs> but I mean the performance is pretty stellar. It's, it's great. Yeah, and again, if you take out all the baggage of Batman, like it's still, I think, a more compelling movie. If you just kind of take away the Batman part of it all, and it's just like yeah. this king of comedy guy trying to do stuff. So yeah, and maybe that's what what is so good about that specific Joker is that it is just doing a different movie better, and mm-hmm. it doesn't have to. You don't have to figure out like, well, how do you interact with Batman? Because they just took that out of the equation and just did its own thing, which kind of feels like cheating. Um, yeah. I think Joaquin Phoenix is really good, but yeah, uh, it's really good. yeah, it's hard to say because it's not like opposite of Batman, I guess. Yeah, so Heath Ledger is also amazing. So what to say? But yeah, Heath Ledger obviously is the top of the mountain for me. But mm-hmm. but yeah, I've seen a lot of different portrayals of this character. So uh, so this one holds a lot of weight, and I went with somebody who we've seen be kind of psychotic a little bit, but in a in a different mm-hmm. way in the kitchen. Uh, I went with Jeremy Allen White from The Bear. Ooh, as our Joker. Um, I don't hate that. We're gonna see him later this year on the Iron Claw, which I mm-hmm. this, I'm really psyched about this movie. The trailer looks dope, um, and really not not a ton else from him other than the the bear, which has kind of been his breakout kind of thing, discovering him and um, and uh, this movie coming out, which I think is gonna be a really good performance from him. So yeah, I mean, I just look at him and I'm just like, he's got that the hair that I'm looking for. He's got like kind of the he, un- yeah, he kind of gives me like a. Like, like more of a Heath Ledger type thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, but obviously, yeah. But like, you don't want him to play Heath Ledger. So I would just be interested to see how he would play it because you don't want him to it's do also, Heath Ledger. But yeah, it is yeah. also interesting too because his co star in Shameless played the Joker on like the CW like really well. Oh, Cameron Monaghan. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of fun. Get some tips. Um, <laughs> yeah, he can get yeah. some tips. Sure. I like that. Um, I went with someone who's older and it was kind of intentional just to have like this age gap between Joker and Harley mm-hmm. uh, just because it's problematic. It's not going to work out. It's supposed to be toxic. You're not yeah. supposed to look in, like up to it. Um, and this is someone who weirdly I've been like kind of really into to play the Joker. Uh, he plays sadistic really well. Um, and that's Glenn Howerton, who was yeah. most recently in Blackberry. Mm-hmm. And of course, it's always sunny in Philadelphia, where he plays a literal psychopath uh, to degrees that I can't even begin to explain. <laughs> uh, he did a Joker laugh recently in the newest season, like not like it. It's not supposed to be a Joker laugh, but, but it is like a Joker laugh article. that's so good. And he gives, like, obviously he's older, but he is closer in age range to um, our Batman as well. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, I don't know. I think I'm kind of in on Glenn Howerton. I do love Jeremy Allen White, and I do think there's a role 
somewhere in the DCU for him because he's really fun. And he's really big on the bear right now, too. He'll pop but off big like Glenn, soon. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he's definitely soon. I feel like Glenn Howerton has, like, this weird gravitas towards him where he can be, like, all of the campy and sadistic that you need for, like... Because we still really haven't gotten, like, a true-to-form Joker. I guess Jack Nicholson is probably the closest thing yeah. to that, weirdly enough, as far as, like, comic accuracy. Mm-hmm. But I feel like, I don't know, I could see Glenn Howerton cutting off his own face and then stapling it back onto his face. Like that like seems like something he would do. Let's um, do it. I I think that's inspired. I'm I'm all on board for that. Sweet. Lock and I in. and I like the age difference too of him and, and Garner too. Because you're this right. It's not supposed to last. Yeah. Um I will say I think a Maya Goth version where she's like nurse ratchet and she like kind of mani- like the Joker thinks he can manipulate her, but it's actually the other way around. And she's like the bad guy. That'd be kind of like a refreshing mm. thing. Like it's not the Joker, like in a different, like maybe in the Reeves one or something. Like maybe that'll I be, I feel like there's something there. Maybe that'll be the walking Gaga one. Maybe that'd be kind of fun too. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like maybe it's, it's all about her and they sing a cool. song. So yeah. All right. Wow. Hey. So that's it. We did it. We did it. That was a marathon, but that was fun. I liked it a lot. I love it. I love our picks. I love Batman. I love us. We did it. And I love James Gunn. And James Gunn, we trust, brother. Um, But do we trust in the potential director of what's-his-face from The Flash? Oh, Andy Muschietti? Um, yeah. I feel like that has kind of gone to the wayside now. I haven't heard much talk about Thank God. that anymore. <laughs> I did see today that Zack Snyder was like, I'd love to come back and do a Dark Knight Returns movie, if that's in the cards. No. You did that. Um, you already did that. I know. He just wants Batman to try movie. again, I guess. But that that is literally Carter. I cannot stress enough how much that is Batman v Superman. That, that is Batman <laughs> v Superman. Like that actually pisses me off that he yeah, said that. Yeah. So that's what? he did that movie already. What can he, you do? I, he seems like a nice guy, but I think he might be illiterate. If I'm being honest with you. <laughs> hey. You're going to feel like a fool when you watch Rebel Moon Part 1 and you're going to be like, wow, this is the Citizen Kane of our generation. I wonder how much it's like that movie Excalibur because that's all of what the DCEU was. Well, his Knights of the Round Table. When a peaceful colony on the edge of the galaxy finds itself threatened by the armies of the tyrannical regent Balisarius, they dispatch Korra, a young woman with a mysterious past, to seek out warriors from neighboring planets to help them take a stand. Yeah. Just give them like the King Arthur movie and let him like fuck um, off for a long time. Okay. Give him like, Thor with, four with peace and love. But honestly, I, I wouldn't hate that. Give him Thor four. Why not? Or we're Thor not, five. We're not giving it to, Oh yeah. Thor five. It, it can't be worse. We're than not giving what it to it was. Taika. Taika said he's done. So did he really? Thank God. Ooh. He's done. Yeah. But this whole thing came out because like next goal wins came out and they're like interviewing him and he's like, yeah, I just took the Marvel job for money. And they're like, okay, it's, it's neat. So, sure. Get a paycheck. There are people who are competent, and he is a competent director. And I think Thor three is okay, but there there are other people who love that character who would like to do. It. I'd rather give it back to Kenneth Branagh, honestly, than yeah, have Taika do it again. That'd be fine. I think insane. I think Branagh's kind of back in the directing world. Yeah, Belfast was awesome. Fun. So, Death on the he also did the Death on the Nile, Haunting in Venice. Ori- yeah, Haunting yeah, Venice, all yeah. that is fun. So, so yeah, so yeah, I don't know who we're getting for this Batman movie now. I don't know what the rumor mill is saying now, but I don't know. I don't know. Is there anyone you'd be like, yes, absolutely. Or are you just kind of like, let's see what Matthew happens. Matthew Vaughn would be kind of fun. 
I guess it depends on how Argyle turns out, right? Like, yeah, I don't, I don't know opinion. how I'm feeling about Argyle. If yeah. I'm honest with you, I'm a kind of, I don't know, yeah. I don't know about that. That's but, fair. If yeah. that one sucks, then then no. But he could be good <laughs> if he is good. <laughs> I like sort his of. action directing, and I think that could be interesting. But yeah. I don't know. I we've gotten so much of noir Batman that we, that is essential to his character, but I feel like it needs to be balanced out with some more camp and action set pieces that aren't so grounded i love grounded stuff but this is not what this should be so we need we need something yeah to come off the page you got reeves for a reason so it should be different than that so yeah wonderful so maybe something like that but i don't know martin scorsese (laughs) yeah that would be yep that would be be, yep that would be a film that he would not take um yeah yeah i don't know imagine a meeting where Warner Brothers seriously pitches him doing a Batman and he has to respond to that with like seriousness. That'd be awesome. <laughs> it's funny because I feel like in the past he would have been like, I like I felt like he maybe had like an appreciation for like Tim Burton Batman stuff, yeah. maybe. Mm-hmm. And like maybe he looked up to Richard Donner for making Superman, but sure, totally. I don't it's I think, it's become something he hates so much. Now. Yeah, he the, the machine has just has done something to it. So so I don't know. Yeah, I don't really have anybody in mind per se i was always interested in what maybe ben affleck was going to do with it but i wouldn't hate that either yeah but but so long as he's not the batman like just let him direct it i'd be cool with that that's fine so yeah i think okay my final pick is i will say um uh ryan coogler i'll say ryan coogler could be fun so be fun yeah i'd be down for that but yeah i'm leaning more ben affleck though so cool Wonderful. Um, that's it. We did it. Woohoo! Hooray! Uh, Jackson, you want to tell the people uh, what we're doing next week? Yeah, next week we are doing uh, an RCR Top 100. I believe we are doing Fargo in honor of the recent anthology series, new season that just came out. Uh, but it's not the series. Uh, we're doing the movie. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's awesome. So it should be fun. Joel Excited. Cohen. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And who's in this new season? It's like John Hamm and Juno Temple. Yeah. Some fun mm-hmm. people. So, Interesting stuff. Great stuff. Wonderful. So we'll be doing that next week. Look forward to that. Jackson, where can they follow us on Instagram and TikTok? They can follow us on Instagram and TikTok at roughcut underscore pod. Beautiful. And you can also check us out on Twitter where we'll post the episodes uh, at roughcut underscore co. Check us out there. Follow us on everything. Like us. Subscribe. Do it all. Film Yap, hello. Always good to hear you, see you, smell you. And we will see you next week for some Fargo, you betcha. Bye. In case I don't see you. Good afternoon, good evening, and good night.